soulmates it is rebecca the founder of soul cups and this is the official first episode of the recommendations podcast which in itself it's is super funny so the theme of this podcast is going to be business love and science and anyone that knows me knows that 90 percent of the time this is what i'm talking about if i'm not talking about soul cups i'm talking about my deep passion for business for systems for processes for leadership for love and relationships, for the psychology of human behavior, of consumerism, conscious consumerism, of science and health and the body and how everything is intrinsically connected. So basically everybody was kind of sick of me talking to them all the time. And by everybody, I mean my family, my friends and everyone that works for Soul Cups. So we thought, let's put all of these thoughts to good use and actually pop them into a podcast where hopefully I can use it as a platform to inspire people to be their most empowered self, to explore their health, to explore the psychology of human behavior, whether it's as a business owner, as an employee, as a leader, in love and relationships, the psychology of people and how we connect and all those juicy things that I'm so passionate about. And as you can tell, it's a completely different topic to what the Sustainable Speaker Series is. So if you've been following Soul Cups for a little while, you know that I've been hosting the Speaker Series for, I think it's been almost three years now, basically since COVID started. So it's, it's a really powerful series, a powerful episode where I get to interview like-minded people, other business owners, thought leaders, influencers, inspiring activists, humans that are generally doing something bloody exceptional and powerful in the name of sustainability and having the mission to stop plastic production, just like we do at Seoul. So what I'm loving about this recommendations podcast is that it gives me a chance to step away from talking about sustainability for a minute, even though I'm so passionate about it, and actually showcase a little bit of my other passions and strengths and things that I really, really feel like I can inspire others to, to sort of dig deep within themselves and ask questions, to be curious, to be more powerful, to be more empowered and to make more conscious decisions in their everyday lives, whether it is in business, whether it is in relationships or whether it is in their own personal health. So as we sort of dive into this first episode, um, I want to talk a little bit about my story and why I'm so passionate about these things. But I think the best place to start is where the name came from. <laughs> it's actually really funny. Um, I, I think in my own personal social life and my friend group and my family I'm always the one people come to for advice and sort of you know being the one that always has an opinion and I always have some kind of answer for everything or a solution you know my motto even internally at Cell Cups is there's always a solution and probably I think it was last year my best friend of you know almost 20 years was came to me and, and had a problem at home or with her family and we were talking about it, I was giving her advice and I gave her this really profound piece of advice. It was a sort of a statement. It was quite intense. It was quite raw. It was pushing a bit of buttons. I was stepping over some boundaries as a friend, but it really made her think and really made her open her mind to understand a different perspective of a situation. And she's quite a funny girl. 
and <laughs> decided to basically ask me to quietly shut up and sort of said, you know, I'm sick of your recommendations. I've had enough of you tonight. And that was the end of the conversation. And I think that term just stuck with me. And, and from then on, you know, everybody just uses it in my family when, when they've sort of had enough of me, <laughs> when they want me to stop talking. So I brought it into the team as a joke because I was giving someone some unsolicited advice, as I always do. And they thought it was hilarious and they thought that's the perfect name. So here is how Recommendations was born. It's my unofficial, official, unsolicited advice and wisdom from years of going through so many different things, from running a business, um, from heartbreaks, from traumas, from depressions, from illness, from everything in between. So let let me let me give you a bit of the background let me tell you the story because it's pretty it's pretty amazing it's pretty empowering and i i really hope that anybody that listens to it uses it as a tool to sort of you know drive their own inspiration and their own drive and purpose to achieve great things because we're all capable of it um i think where my story starts is back when I finished high school. I decided to go do a degree in archaeology, in ancient history, in art, psychology, because I was practicing fine arts. I was excelling in all of those fields and I was deeply passionate about it. And what I realized was what I was passionate about in, in history was actually leadership because the emperor in the ancient Roman times that I was so passionate about was Augustus, and he was essentially the first emperor to really rule successfully in the Roman Empire. So I was enthralled by this whole concept of what it meant to be a successful leader, and I went to go study. I dedicated a whole year and a half to university I did nothing else. I had no social life. It's all I cared about. And I had a really unfortunate experience where I had a lecturer essentially proposition me and obviously me being so innocent and young and passionate about history, I was quite thrown back and didn't really know what to do with myself. So I decided to leave. (laughs) I dropped my degree and I traveled for a year. And in the midst of traveling, you know, you meet people, you experience things, you learn so much about yourself. And I realized that what I was passionate about, aside from history, was people. I was, I was so deeply connected to human behavior and psychoanalyzing things. It's like I've been doing it since I could talk. If, you know, if you ask anyone in my family, my mind was always operating at such a hyper intellectual state I was always questioning I was always considering I was always you know creating theories and theses and I was writing and it just like I didn't have that normal childhood brain of you know all I was thinking about was playing with my friends like I was always going through something whether it was depression or deep thought and it just took away a lot of my childhood because of whatever traumas I experienced as well so for me, I realized on this gap year that I, I just loved people and understanding how we function and how we can use our minds and neuroscience and psychology to essentially be the best version of ourselves and to inspire people and to empower people and to get 
anything you really want, like succeed and, and achieve in whatever way you desire. So I realized that I had great influence over people around me. And lo and behold, I thought, what's the best thing to do? Let's become a personal trainer. <laughs> so I I did. I came back. I, I finished the course. I became a trainer. I was very passionate. I learned everything I could about the body and health and science and you know, exercise physiology as much as I could with whatever means I had. And I became quite successful quite quickly. I grew my business. I was coaching so many incredible humans. I was living my dream. I was basically public speaking. I was everybody's therapist. I was changing lives. And I thought, yes, this is my calling. This gives me life. This is what I want to do for a living. And the other part of my personality is that I'm an A-type, like I'm an overachievers. So for me, it was like, whatever I do, I have to do it to the extreme. I have to be better than everyone. I have to be the best. I dream big. I'm not just going to be a personal trainer. I'm going to start a company that is in mental health workshops. And I'm going to travel around the world, speaking to schools, to unis, to offices. I'm going to create these programs that are going to empower people to live better, more productive lives in the workplace and in their you know, school life or whatever it was. And I began to build this incredible startup with some of the most exceptional humans I'd ever come across, all my mentors, all my teachers, everyone wanted to be involved. So essentially I was running this gym. I was teaching clients all day. I was hyper obsessed with exercise for myself as a tool to deal with my depression. I was starting this startup and facilitating a large group of people for free somehow while trying to do these talks in as many schools and universities that would let me and I thought you know this isn't enough (laughs) like this I'm not doing enough let's go do more so I decided to go back to university I thought you're not credible Rebecca you haven't achieved enough no one's gonna trust you to public speak or do anything inspirational you don't even have a degree so I thought okay I'll go back to university. I tried to do business and psychology at Macquarie Uni and I barely lasted half a year. Just couldn't do it. It was, it was so boring. I was learning nothing. I wasn't inspired. I was hungry to be working on my businesses and it was a waste of my time. And in the midst of all of this, my body decided to teach me a lesson. So I crashed. I literally woke up one day and pain took over my entire life. 10 out of 10 pain, head to toe, chronically unexplained pain where I couldn't walk, I couldn't lift a glass, I couldn't move. And what do you do with that? How do you process that? How do you go from being ultra fitness orientated where your entire life revolves around exercise and movement and serving others to not being able to get up or walk or anything. And on top of that, in agony and in pain without any form of relief, no medication, no, um, you know, any kind of over-the-counter or or prescribed painkillers were working. Obviously, I was with specialists and in doctors and in hospitals and people were trying to figure out what was wrong with me. And then, of course, came depression with this because... As you can imagine, I would have had to stop my work. I can't train. I can't run a business. I can't study. 
I'm living with my mum at home, you know, having to be looked after essentially. I, I, I was not able to function. And here I am at, you know, I would have been 21 years old, basically having to decide what to do with my life and having doctors tell me, oh, well, you're probably going to get worse. Like, we don't know what's wrong with you. Um, Good luck. (laughs) You can keep testing as much as you want, but nothing's really explained and we don't really know how to help you. So, you know, go forth and conquer on the journey you wish. We can pump you with drugs for an autoimmune condition. You can be on cortisol for life, um, but you'll probably get worse. And you can imagine at that time, like my brain just didn't want to accept this information. I mean, I was basically going, uh, no, (laughs) thanks, but no, I'll be fine and I'll figure it out. And thus became this strange, extraordinary journey to understand my health. And I basically gave myself three months. I said, you can feel like shit. You can be depressed for three months. You can cry every day. You can do whatever you have to do to, to feel and process. But once that's up, you need to get better. And that's pretty much what happened. It was, it was a deep, dark depression of processing what actually happened and what is actually going on. And then trying to do everything I could within my means to naturally overcome this. And this is where my deep passion for neuroscience and neuroplasticity and the body and mind and healing and mental health and, you know, holistic health came into play because the body is exceptionally intelligent and the mind is exceptionally intelligent. We control it. What we do, what what we repeatedly and consistently tell ourselves is what imprints and becomes habits. So if we can do that in, you know, consciousness and reality, why can't we do that with the internal healing of ourselves, of, of our own body? And I, I look at the circumstance that I had being in that much pain. How was I able to function? How was I able to get by every day in that level of pain without basically forcing my body to switch off its pain receptors? So there's something in that. And that was the beginning of my journey. And as you can imagine, within all of this experience, Soul Cups accidentally started. (laughs) And that's a whole other story. And I feel like I can go into that in another episode of how the company actually started and my journey as a business owner and a business leader and how much I achieved as a successful salesperson, as a successful entrepreneur. Um, I think that's a really inspiring story that I can share in in a separate episode when we talk and focus a little bit more about business. But, you know, I went through so much trauma at so many different stages of my life from my youth to my teenagehood with such bad depression to my adulthood with this unexplained um, illness or chronic illness that they labeled me with an autoimmune condition. But the journey that I've been on in the last, you know, seven years or however long it's been, I, I don't recognize myself. I've done so much healing. I've done so much work where Really, I actually healed myself. I don't think I have an autoimmune condition anymore. And this is what I'm passionate about, is how we have the ability to change and adapt and grow and develop in both mentally, physically, and emotionally. And 
it really is a holistic approach where you have to attack it from all angles. You have to have your mental health. You have to have your physical health. You have to have your social and emotional health. You know, the relationships, the people around you, the environment you're in impact all of that. And I think another episode that we'll go into is relationships and love and the experiences that I've had and how they impacted my life. And it, it's so powerful and it's so complicated. And I really look forward to exploring that with anyone that's listening. So, you know, I'm, I'm so excited about this podcast, about this series. I'm so excited to be able to bring all of my passions and my mission to empower people and inspire people. And I just can't wait to, to get into these juicy, delicious conversations because I'm also going to be interviewing and bringing in some of my friends and family and very interesting, interesting um, friends in different industries and entrepreneurs and, and owners that have gone through so much themselves. So this is just the beginning. I am so excited. And all I can say is follow, subscribe and download however you listen to your podcast because you're in for a treat. Thank you for listening and welcome officially to the Rebecca Mendation podcast.